Thanks for tuning in to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. Here you'll find tips, insight, and information to help your music and your ministry succeed. Whether you're a singer, a musician, or a songwriter, we want to help you where you are, but we also want to help you get to where you want to go. We believe that our talents are God's gift to us, but what we do with those are our gift back to God. Yesterday's information is important, but what we can learn today will make this the best day yet. Hey, Rob Novell here with the CNS Podcast, The Best Day Yet. I'm super excited about today's episode. At CNS 23, we had special guests in each day. We set aside time to set and ask the right people the right questions to get the right answer. And we're excited to share these live sessions with you. Sit back and enjoy. We are here today. We've got a special, special guest. I'm excited about this guy being here. We have Scott Godsey with us. Can we make Scott welcome to the best day yet live today? Uh, first off, Scott, thank you for being here. Um, uh, you all in... Uh, no, I'm going to hold that because more people need to hear that. Uh, we've got people transitioning from class. They'll be in in a minute. But um, this has been a, a unique and a fun week at one o'clock at, at kind of this special guest of the day lecture. We, we turned it into to our podcast this year, into this format. And um, it's been really neat because Monday was Jonathan Wilburn. Tuesday was uh, Danny and Michael Booth. Yesterday was Dave Clark. And you're falling in a similar role today that uh, for, from Rob's angle, from Rob's view, um, when I joined Perfect Heart in the early 90s, Jonathan was with his family group, the Wilburn, Wilburns. And, uh, man, I've, from my distance, I've watched his career grow, flourish, and, and move into what, what God has in store for him. Same thing with Dave Clark. I knew when I met Dave Clark, I was seven years old. And I've watched and seen uh, what God has done with that man in his life and his pen. And the students learned yesterday what caused that. It was just willingness and obedience. And uh, with you, I have watched you. From, we've known each other a long time. I've watched you. From I've known you since I was seven. There you go. There you go. When you were wearing that white suit every night out on stage. You better believe it. With, with your dad and the quartet. And um, to watch what God has done in your life uh, and, and, and where he's taken you and what he's moved you into currently doing. And um, once again, because even though I believe, uh, and we're big on excellence here. I mean, that's why we have a school of music. I know that that, that drives you. But at the same time, I know it's your heart. And your willingness and your obedience, we've talked Isaiah 119 all week. If you're willing and obedient, you'll eat from the best of the land. Yeah. So if you would, just to catch them up to speed, give them the, give them the story. Give them where, where you are, but in reverse, where you started and how it's got, to, got you to where you are. Sure thing. Um, yeah, so as Rob said, I started singing with my family group, um, which ended up being a quartet. Um, I think I was maybe eight or nine when I started playing bass guitar. I probably started a little bit earlier than that. I just don't think they turned me on until I was eight or nine. <laughs> you know, uh, they kind of kept me in the corner as a, you know, a 
a cute little <laughs> ornament on a tree or something. And, and so anyways, um, started singing and, uh, doing different things. And, um, and, uh, then I, I guess it was, uh, when I was about 18, um, I thought all I ever wanted to do was sing and started going to college, bought a house when I was 18, believe it or not. Wow. I'm 19, I think when it closed, but, um, I was going to college, managing a landscaping crew, and doing over 200 dates um, wow. with my dad. And so I realized uh, that $450 a week that I was making singing was never going to be enough to pay mortgage and get groceries. Right. Um, and so I I just I didn't feel like I wanted to be on stage anymore. Um, and so I started working for a company uh, in Alabama booking dates for other people, made some side money, and then um, eventually ended up with the Eddie Crook Company in Nashville by the time I was 20, um, doing music publishing, and Eddie Crook taught me the number system and gave me an education on uh, business, or maybe Janice, his wife did, but um, and then I was there two or three years, then I uh, cut a deal with Homeland, Bill Trailer was leaving, and uh, Nick Bruno and Bob Jones made me a third partner, which was kind of cool. Um, and then when I was there, uh, Eddie's old publishing company, uh, he wanted to sell it. I didn't have the money, uh, at the time. And so he gave me a year and a half to come up with the money. He didn't give it to me. Right. He held on to it. Wow. Um, and little things like when I bought it, uh, be my pace quarterly. I give him a check. You know what that man does? What? He gives me two BMI checks from the last two quarters. Wow. Yeah. That was not mine. So it's, it's just stuff like that. It's hard to explain. Um, that's a God thing. Yeah. I mean, that's favor. Yeah. Um, fog, favor of God. I mean, again, willing and obedient, best in the land. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keep no, no, you're fine. So I did that for a while, and then I realized that everything was turning visual. You guys heard of YouTube, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and, uh, and so I started doing a lot of video work and TV stuff, did some stuff with Jim, uh, and uh, just always transitioning, you know, and not just staying still. And then um, had my own production company, Gotsi and Associates, which is now Gotsi Media. Um, some of you probably know Paul Secord. He's here this week. And yes. uh, he's, he's a great asset for us. But when, um, uh, I think it was 2012 or 13. Um, it all runs together at this point, but, um, they went, asked me to come and be their A&R guy and the vice president. And, uh, I think I was 28, I think 29. Um, I didn't know you were going to have me do this. I would have thought that's about okay. it a lot that's more okay. advanced, but, uh, anyways, that's probably not that important, but, um, they allowed me to keep my production company and, um, do some really incredible things outside of Daywind. And, um, the one thing at that point because I'd been with Homeland and Eddie Crook Company, the one thing that I just didn't know anything about, so to speak, was distribution. Um, and Daywind has New Day Distribution, which I think is the largest Christian yeah. distribution company yes. right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so I learned all about a different part of the business and really one of the only ones that I didn't know anything about and then learned how to do everything at, a, at the highest level possible. Um, Ed Leonard was really really good to me we never had a crossword even when i resigned i mean it was just it was just really really good right. um 
and you know like number one songs and man learning about songs and the importance of the right song with the right artist at the right time with the right marketing um and we just drove that thing and it was great um i signed of course they already had a lot of great artists i won't go through that list but i mean i signed the crab family jason crab michael english mark lowry I mean, we uh, a few artists on that just, list right there. Just a few <laughs> big names, in addition to names that we already had, like Greater Vision and Karen Peck and Brian, and um, I don't even know how many records we did one year, but they were all like that. Right. I mean, it was not, I mean, it was crazy. Um, and then, you know, had some fun, like, developing the sound, producing their first record, on their debut record, four number one songs, which right. is unheard of. Right. Um, those guys are incredible. Love them. Um, and then it was February of 2020. For those of you that uh, don't remember what happened shortly thereafter, um, so I leave my very wonderful job at Daywind to do my own thing solely. <laughs> and um, you know, six weeks later, the bottom falls out. Right. So right. That was kind of interesting, but we pivoted, and uh, of course, we weren't the only ones that were struggling. All the artists were that we were working with as well. So we created a paywall, started doing concerts in our little studio, and put up a set, and generated over a million dollars in six months for the artist, giving 70% of it back. And it was, um, well, I wish I would have kept more. <laughs> it was the right thing to do, and it was enough for us to keep our lights on. Um, and, just to clarify... Uh, lights on for literally a lot, a lot of artists as well well yeah yeah it not only you know did, did god provide for you but the idea the vision um and i know one you know personally in jeff stice that um you made a huge difference in their awkward year that was <laughs> 2020 um, so again, and I've thanked you before, but thank you, even just for Jeff, but Karen and Brian and Gold City and all of them, thank you yeah. for what you did in 2020. Well, when everybody was sitting at home and had nothing to do, I was working 95 hours a week, no joke. Wow. Um, and when I say we just kept enough to keep the lights on, if it wouldn't have been for the catalogs I owned, I wouldn't have even eaten. Mm. Everybody thought we were making a killing, but we weren't. Right. Um, well, my people were. I hired three people during that time right. just to try to get all the work done um anyways that turned into okay well there's interest for people to watch gospel music online i'm like oh that's fun uh put all that in one place and uh create a tv network right. and um then my buddy danny jones and i were talking uh then we had dinner with ray flynn of abraham productions and uh I'm like hmm well, if we're going to launch something like that, we should probably do it with a big brand. Let's go buy Singing News. <laughs> and so uh, we bought Singing News Magazine and Singing News Radio Network, and then Singing News TV exists. But before that, nobody even knew what we were doing. We went and bought the Gospel Greats. Uh, my friend Paul Heil died, and um, they didn't know what to do. And uh, I actually tried to buy it before he died. Okay. Um, and he told me no. Right. But she said yes after he died, and uh, rightfully so. And we hired Rodney Bauckham, um, and uh, that family's just been really good to us as well. And so today, I'm here with you, partnered with you on a couple of things, and happy to be at the school. Um, I enjoy teaching. A and, uh, See, that, that's what I love about you. I bring him in and say, I need you from 10 to 11, and he went over and above. 
Bible talks about if you're asked to go a mile, you go two. That, that's that's the word, and two feet walking walking it out. And uh, you can't you can't go wrong when when you work like that, Scott. I I've said this about you over and over. The probably the most creative mind in Christian music, and I'm saying that because we're at a school of Christian music. Sure. But what God puts into the ideas that he births inside of you, I believe are as creative as maybe going on in any genre of music. Um, and everything you, you put your hand to that. And again, I've been watching, um, you know what? I may get after this week, may get a bunch of restraining orders in the mail all at one time because I've been confessing to everybody that I've been watching you. Sounding a little creepy. It is getting a little creepy there. Getting just a little bit creepy, but I'm glad you're not on the couch with me. <laughs> I'll stay over here, I promise. So everything that I've watched through in listening to you share the story and get them to where we are now. Yeah. I've seen when you started it and in some cases where it was when you left it. And my dad, like when we would come to universities, uh, he would say we're going to leave this place better than we found it. Absolutely. And so that has stuck in, in with me, and that's how I operate in life. That's what I've seen. That's what I saw with Daywind. Yeah. Um, Hope so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, us being connected the last several years, me me being closer with you, um, you, you have an eye, and um, it, that's a gift. That, that's a gift. And, 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 Thank you for who you are and for what you've done. Again, those hope things were huge. Um, I, I say this about 2020. We were all in the same storm, just in different boats. Right. And um, you found ways to help a lot of those boats get back to shore and stay afloat. I don't know that there was one hope thing artist that is not still out ministering today. Yeah. There are other artists, B.C., before COVID, that sold the bus and folded the tents, and they're done. So, um, whew, um, I believe our placement brings our provision, and then out of that provision, God can operate us in our purpose. I believe, well, look at Joseph. Um, I told him the other day, God gives me dreams, not like my brothers throw me in a pit kind of dreams. Right with Joseph, but when Joseph, we can look at the Bible and say Joseph, Joseph was a visionary. Yeah, Joseph had a, a, a vision. He had something that he uh, was willing and obedient to pursue. And the end of that story is everybody, multiple people besides just Joseph, reaps off those blessings of obedience. Mm -hmm. So again, thank you just for continuing to to be you and do that. So uh, we're now at Seawalker. Um, and do you mind sharing with them kind of that umbrella, what it covers? Yeah. Um, so Sea Walker, um, media corporation, um, I'm now the president and CEO of it. Okay. I started as the CEO and Ray wanted to focus more on, um, the live events, Production. which we got 40 days coming up, um, at the Ark and Museum of the Bible in DC next year is going to be a cool thing, but, um, he does more of the live stuff than... I do, um, and that's Abraham Productions. Okay. Uh, I don't have any ownership in that. Um, so 
Yeah, Gospel Greats and the Singing News Brands is basically what is under Seawalker Corporation. Okay. Um, we also, uh, I guess it was January, we started um, a nonprofit called Gospel Music Outreach Foundation. Okay. Partnered with AIG. And um, we have these books um, that mean something to us. Um, if you don't mind me being serious for a second. No, go ahead, please. But we, we wanted to... Um, we wanted to do something to try to make a difference, and I'm not here for any agenda. I'm really not. Right. My son's nine years old, <clears throat> and the things that uh, that are just shoved down kids' throats, uh, you could say public school, but just some, right. some really interesting things um, that we didn't agree with. And so uh, we wanted to take a stand, and we did, and... Uh, we got 10,000 books, and one is called Why God Made Me a Little Boy. Wow. The other one is called... <laughs> the other one is called Why God Made Me a Little Girl. <laughs> I'll just say this. There's not a third book. Right. <laughs> So, um, we try to do everything with love, and there's nothing else I need to say about that topic other than we're raising a lot of somewhere in the neighborhood of like 5,000 books have already been delivered to schools, awesome. um, orphanages, and we're going to continue doing a whole lot more than that. Awesome. And um, so, that, you know, th those are some of the things. Um, and then I have Gatsy Media still. Right. Uh, and so that's kind of a big deal, too. Okay. Um, let's talk the Godsey Media side of things. Okay. Uh, as far as um, what all you're doing there and to help artists. Um, oh. And I, 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 I think, again, watching and, watching and stalking, um, when you were doing just the video thing prior, pre-Daywind, yep. man, I want to feel like Brian Free may have been the first time that I saw something that I kind of connected you to, mm -hmm. um, video-wise, concept-wise. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, Jim's been a huge blessing in my life in many ways, and I know I did one on him pretty early in that season okay. um, of, of my career, but I think the first one that I, like, won awards and stuff was Legacy 5. Okay, okay. I think we shot that at Belmont. I don't remember if that one was first or Brian Free. Okay. No, no. It was, it was Fowler. Okay. Okay, so let, okay. <laughs> let me say this. Good. Okay. Um, so, I didn't know Scott Fowler. I've been around him of Legacy 5. And I told him. I was like, I walked up to him in NQC. And I said, hey, I heard if I buy your lunch that you'll come to lunch with me. And he said, well, you heard right. <laughs> I said, okay, cool. So I go to lunch with him, and I was like, I feel like I, I'm supposed to make a music video for you. He's like, really? He's like, we've never done that. I said, well, that's what I feel like. And he said, how much is it going to cost? And I told him. And uh, he said, okay, cool. So had a marketing strategy, the whole thing, and did it. And we've been great friends ever since. But he actually gave me my first chance with an A artist. And um, 
I feel like I, I paid him back several times. Right. Um, I feel like I have, but <laughs> but he gave me he kind of gave me my first shot, um, and Brian solidified that. Right. And uh, both of them were on the board of Seawalker when we started. Right. So um, if that's a good example, oh oh, can I say one one Absolutely. thing? So when I went to Daywind, um, it wasn't very easy uh, at the beginning. And Greater Vision's contract was up, right? Get this part out. Um, We're not live, live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but but it was really interesting because you know they weren't sure what they wanted to do right. with their future, which is totally understandable. Well, um, Gerald was stringing me along, and it was my job to get him to resign, right? And I didn't want to lose an artist, and I didn't. Right. I didn't lose an artist the whole time I was there, which is surprising. Um, but. I drove to Bluegate, which I'd seen them a bunch, mm-hmm. but I drove to Bluegate just trying to spend more time with them. Like, hey, I'm here, I care. I fixed all the things that you need me to fix. Like, let's do Stay. this thing, yeah. you know. And so we're at breakfast and we both have our ball caps on. And uh, I said, Gerald, are you going to sign this contract? Like, what do I have to do? And he goes, ah, you know, yeah, of course. I said, well, I got it right here. And he laughed, you know, trying to play it off. And I looked across the table from him and I said, I'm 29. I need you more than you need me. I need you. I need you for this. I am trying to build, rebuild something here. I need you. You don't need me right now. I get it. You're going to be fine. You can do whatever. Um, and of course he said, oh, I don't know about that. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyways, long story <laughs> He signs the contract, and uh, COVID happened, and uh, I will not say the dollar amount, but he gave me a 10-day advance warning about their 30th anniversary concert stream, and I'll just say that I handed him three different checks in two days, and it was the absolute largest southern gospel streaming concert we did wow um and so that last check i handed him i said now we're good you needed me more than i needed you (laughs) so it's stuff like that right you know we're it's a big family just like the school's a family the whole thing's a big family um and sometimes we get upset at each other Sometimes things don't work out the way that we think we call, it should. We call that moments of intense fellowship right here. <laughs> right. But if you don't have your family, you have nothing. Right. And so trying to take care of one another and lift each other up and help each other when, when someone needs it. Um, I know that's your heart. Yeah. And that's why the school's so amazing. Um, I think that's why God's blessed me time and time again when I'm undeserving. Right. Truly undeserving. Right. But... Try to do right by people. Right. Spinning. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, I, let me just, on that note, and then I, again, I want you to share Gotcha Media. About Gotcha Media. Yeah. Uh, what you're doing for artists and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, um, things Scott and I are doing together has me in and out of Gotcha Media a couple times throughout the course of the year, or even if I'm just in town, I swing by and um, get burritos. Do, do what? Eat burritos. Eat burritos, yeah, and, and steal some of Paul's sushi. <laughs> uh, so 
I come in one day and and he I he was buzzed that I was there and he come out and he's like, Hey man, he and he's looking around and he's like, um, here's an empty office. Just you know, you can work in here and I'll be in in a minute and you know, just make you know, Rob, you're you're home. You're a family, just make yourself at home. And then he, he left the room. And um I think you told me you were in a meeting or two or something like that. So there's like four offices down this hallway. And I keep hearing him go in and out of different doors and come in my door. And we talk for a minute and hang on, I'll be right back. And he would leave. It reminded me of a doctor's office. <laughs> you know where you hear the doctor out in the hall and he grabs the chart off the wall? I don't and, remember this at all. Okay, this is hilarious. Okay. Because this speaks of your ability. Okay. And this is, I think, a big reason why you're as successful as you are, because they just heard how many irons this man has in the fire, right? So you came in and talked to me, and you need thicker walls there. <laughs> I, I listened to the one conversation. Um, and then you would come back in, and you would start right where you left off after you'd been in those other two offices. So I know he was doing the same thing as he entered and left those rooms. Okay. You were you showed me the uh, a masterclass in multitasking and and you like could take sections of your brain and flip it on and off like a switch. And it was it was just I just stood there and you left and I just smiled. I'm like, dude's a genius, you know, yeah. to be able to do that. So it was just a funny observation I made yeah. just one particular day that I was in. Okay, Gatsu Media. Gatsu Media. So Gatsu Media, um, we really started more as like a management company in marketing. And um, I guess that's still the focus, but creating content is a big deal too. Right. Um, a lot of people don't know how to create good visual con content uh, or photography, um, you know, that's professional looking. Right. Um, but, you know, what I hear and what I heard this morning is the same thing. Okay, well, you know, all of those artists, I think almost all of them, were either in the process of creating music or had created music, and none of them knew it. Why would you know that? Right. You know, if God called you to sing and make music, minister, that doesn't mean God called you to be a marketer. Correct. Right? Or, Correct. or whatever else needs to happen. And um, so that's really what we do. We, um, we do digital distribution um, and marketing. Uh, so what does that mean? That means things like uh, taking your assets, your videos or whatever it is, and putting them in front of more people in various different ways. Right. Um, brand building. We've done different kinds of deals, but generally that's what we're doing. We're producing um, music. Um, we're producing video content, creating graphics, um, anything that we can use to basically market because you can go anywhere and get product. I mean, there's a sure. lot of options for that. Um, while I'm partial to what we do, right. because especially on the audio side, um, very few independent artists could ever get what we put out. Right. As far as quality, right? Quality of the songs to even get the songs. Right. I mean, just go down. So, the list. so on that note, you yeah. you have the ability to point them or get material. Yeah. That is, you know, <laughs> I hate to say it this way, but main stage NQC yeah. writers. Yeah. And um, so 
it's it's not just um, yeah I got a friend that wrote a song and I'm going to record it um, I mean these are songs that have already been tweaked and rewritten and, and they're ready you know and so you have the ability to help them get that uh, absolutely um, the f access to the best musicians in Nashville and <laughs> of course. we've been in the studio together and, yeah um, um, I've seen you uh, with you the people I know the caliber of people you bring in they're friends I, I oh, yeah. know what they're capable of doing yep. so um, before I ask this next question any any other thing as far as here's who we are and what I mean I really think it's that simple right uh, I mean it's not not what we do is simple but the concept right is hey we can either make music together or if you made music somewhere else and you don't know what to do then we'll market it for you okay. so for instance like the shower brothers um you know i don't know how long they've been with us it doesn't really matter but they came to me maybe a year ago and said we want to have a song on the chart we want to you know go down the list of things that they wanted to do and i was like well we got to find the right song and then we'll have to have the right marketing plan um they're like well we've sent out songs to radio before and just haven't had any luck well you and everybody else because you didn't I said, but, you know, I'm sure most of those stations enjoyed the new coaster and, you know, um, <laughs> the, but the process to get the single, finding the song, producing the song, which a lot of people have done, I get that, but, um, and then the marketing plan and the promoters, the right promoters, the right things, and then their hard work. Um, so they debuted at 45 on the Sing News Top 80 and. I think they're at 33 this month, and hopefully they do a lot better. But that's so gratifying, because when they came in to the office, that's that's what that's what they wanted. Right. Right? Right. You know? Said things like, oh, well, we'd love to be played on Sirius XM. They're the first new song to be added to Enlighten in four months. Wow. They had a personnel change. But uh, that happened yesterday. Wow. Right, so that's that's the kind of stuff that's really gratifying, and also moves the needle. So um, I could talk more and more and more about that, but right. it's a plan. Yeah. Like you can't just be like, you know, I'd like to be on the chart. I'm going to hire this radio promoter. Yeah, doesn't work that right. Way. So um, uh, real quick, and then we're going to open it to some questions here at the end. Yeah, uh, and it's it's so cool because. You almost verbatim said this earlier. Uh, my dad's phrase that he taught me, and I use it all the time. When I was explaining to them who was coming on Thursday, I said, uh, my dad always said, Robbie, ask the right person the right question to get the right answer. And I said, Scott Godsey's that, that right guy, so I want to leave time for them okay. to ask the right guy well, the right question to get the right answer. Thank you. Did you talk at 10 o'clock about where you feel music is the industry is going as far as well let's just narrow it down um medium um as far as product um any did you guys discuss any of that up no there? nobody asked about that i mean we talked about streaming but you know i don't see most of the people that were in that class okay um we've got a lot of we 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 have some out we see some we yep. see some uh, there's some out in private lessons at yep. the moment oh no no you're fine uh, it's all good but okay. i'm just letting you know it would be fine if we repeated some of those things okay but um you want to know where i think southern gospel media is going like like where people will consume music is that what you're saying yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah well 
um, streaming. It's all, it's all, it'll all be streaming. Um, there's no question in my mind that uh, digital consumption is not only where it is, but it'll be there even more. Um, my hope is uh, most royalty pools, like a publisher, splits. Um, and most of those services are about 12 bucks, 14 bucks. My hope would be, because most people only have one music service, right. that the price would go up. Therefore, the the payout per play would go up. Um, and that needs to happen, right. in my opinion. Um, but that's, that's where I feel like it is. Um, you know, just like cassettes didn't come back, neither will CDs. And USBs are nothing but a Band-Aid. Right. They're complicated, clunky. Who right. wants to carry those around? Once you figure out that you can have everything on your phone, like everything else, who carries anybody carrying around a camera this week to take pictures? Anybody carrying around a camera? Why? You got Gracious. one? Gracious. Okay, we got one. Good job. Awesome. Good for you. But why? Yeah. Fine. Everything you need is on that phone. Yeah. Why would you carry around something else? Right. Right. Why would you buy something else? So, and that's, that's exactly what I was looking for because of this. Um, and total, totally understand. Uh, you're you're in business, and you are um, assisting and nurturing and caring for and educating artists. Mm-hmm. But our some our 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 ministries on this level that are out. The questions keep coming. What kind of product should I order? Do I still need CDs? Do I? Mm-hmm. Do we do USBs? Do we mm-hmm. stream? And um, is there in the industry? Because you're the right guy to ask the right question, get the right answer. Is is there projected CDs will stop being pressed? Type of no, um, but I can tell you that the rate of change of CDs is anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent has been. Uh, going down every year right. for at least six years across the board in our genre. Right, right. Um, okay, good, good. So I, I wanted to leave time. Do we have questions? And it's okay if you don't because he knows that when I'm sitting beside him, I've always got questions. <laughs> so listen, uh, I want to just give you the opportunity. I told Scott this would be very conversational. If that's the way it stays, man, I'm okay with that because um, I I I leave your office uh, encouraged, motivated, ready to go out and change the world. <laughs> well, your, your 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 drive that God has given you is infectious, and um, not just me was visiting that particular. Well, one day. of them had a sick patient, but I won't say which one. <laughs> uh, no, I mean like that's the thing. You know, I hear people say things all the time, like, um, you know, man, you are so smart. Like you, you're, you're like how? And I'm like, I'm not smart. I'm just smart enough to use Google. Like, yeah. literally. Like, I have some ideas. Sure, so, sure. But truly, like, I was figuring stuff out yesterday that I was just curious about with Google. Yeah, you know, I may not have asked the right question right. the first time, but then that led me to another thing right. that gave me a different way of saying it, a different couple of words. Ask it again. Same thing with AI. 
like AI, like you can learn so much with AI, just asking it questions. Like it knows stuff. Right. Like it's almost better than Google. Yeah. Other than it may not give you a resource, you might have to be creative with that. Um, but I guess when I really think about it, If you ask me to figure something out right now that I had no clue about, if you ask me, I feel like I would. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Like you're you're, you're a fix it person. Well, yeah. You, well, but so you're gonna many, find a way. I'll find a way. But so many people, like if you were to ask a question, right, they would be like, "No, nah, don't know anything about that. <laughs> nope, don't know how to do that." That doesn't exist. Okay. It's it's like, yeah. I don't have the answer for that. Let me figure it out. Right. And um, Jake Sammons that works with me, um, he's brilliant. He does a lot of the heavy tech lifting at this right. point. But um, he's the exact same way. And uh, Paul's the same way. And I got a guy named Chris Sasser. He's the same way. Like, if we don't learn a whole new system and program it's a weird week like if you went through my PL, our financials and you were like well what's this program what's this program what's this program what's this do what's this do what is this expense what's that software it takes i think somewhere in the neighborhood of like 60 70 different programs softwares that we're running across the board for different things and that's not even including like quickbooks right 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 office stuff yeah man. office stuff just like, hardware to keep the machine running yeah text blasting and and then software for search engine aso delivery system right i mean it's it's not hard right but if i have all of this data and our businesses have grown everything that we've done in the last two years, we're up. But if I were to ask you in this room, do you think Southern Gospel has grown? The answer may be no. Mm. It might be yes. Mm. I think it's no. But our businesses have grown. But people aren't willing to do the things needed to build their business, concert promoters, um, not all, Right. But concert promoters and artists, everybody just wants to have an easy button, like that Staples commercial. Remember right. that? Right. Hit the right. button. It right. doesn't work like that. No. My dad said, Robbie, nothing comes free. You got to roll your uh, shirt sleeves up and get to work. So I look at it this way. Um, let's go back to Genesis, the beginning of the book. How did God form us? He reached down, picked up a handful of what? Dirt. Blew into it and created man, right? So that means the creator of the universe created us. So the most creative person in existence of whateverness is God. When he blew into that hand, he put his DNA inside of us. We have the creator's creativity inside of us. And if we can tap in and find the best way, Gracie, to use that for what you do for the Lord. And Jim, Sheldon, and you have, you have, you were sitting in these seats and you just said, God, 
help me be creative. Um, Tina, if you can find the best way to think and be creative for your ministry. And I, I told him the other night, Nehemiah 8 and 4 says, Ezra stood on a platform built for the occasion and preached the gospel. We all are on different platforms at this time. And that's our, our, our placement, you know, brings God's provision, which leads yeah. to our purpose. If we're faithful on the level that he's got us at now, what's the word say? If we're faithful with the little, he brings the increase. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Again, I said you were creative earlier, and um, any questions real quick before before I close this out? Uh, yes. Oh, hang on. Let me preface this. Okay. Um, Danny and Michael got asked while, uh, earlier this week if they could be any insect. <laughs> so, go ahead, Nate. <laughs> and what, if you could be any insect, what would you be? <laughs> My favorite animal is probably a dog because I have a dog and um, she's the most loving, annoying, loving uh, little thing. And so um, insect, I would want to be a butterfly because it's almost like you get to live two different lives. There was a survey that said about a third of pre-COVID churchgoers are no longer attending church. Are you seeing that same effect in gospel music with sales or marketing or is, is that same effect or are you aware of that survey or do you um i'm not aware of that exact number um is that like sbc or is that all churches or i think it was sbc yeah that's what i thought um but yeah uh, i'm aware of church numbers generally speaking i i um can tell you this, that there are some events that are down some that didn't bounce back all the way, but there are others mm-hmm. that went up in the last year um, to pre-COVID numbers. So what we've experienced more than the big events doing well or not as good um, is the lack of churches and promoters that will have people in. Um, that's the number that is probably really close to a third. I I know to speak on that. Um, it was, it was super encouraging. Uh, your involvement with singing in the sun. I came out in twenty one. Yeah. Uh, in April. Yeah. And was blown away with the packed house. Yeah. Uh, night after night after night, and it was just super super encouraging. Because that wasn't too far removed mm-hmm. from you know the the, the COVID years, and um, we broke those numbers this year. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. We had, I think it was like five hundred more tickets sold, um, almost every night. Wow, go! We God. had to add chairs like to the seating diagram. Go God! Yeah, go God! Absolutely. Yeah, um, over five thousand people a night, six thousand people. Somewhere. And 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 and, and since COVID. Then we're talking the ark, yep, and the forty days there. Yep. Um, do you know just just um, for sharing here, mm-hmm. our 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 singing to the public mm-hmm. over one hundred and fifty artists. Okay, but let me tell you the most incredible thing: forty thousand people. Uh, if you've not been there, um, 
there's a lot of people that go to the ARC and don't come to the concert, right? Right. Um, but over 40,000 people attended one of the concerts mm-hmm. in the 40 days. Um, okay, that's cool. Uh, don't quote me on the number because it's been since last August right. or September. But the most incredible thing is that there is over 900 people saved during that 40 days at that right. festival. So the only thing, like, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, Ray Flynn, um, which I just love him. He's uh, I love been, his heart for evangelism. Oh, gosh. It's incredible. But uh, it it's um, it's hard to explain other than, because he's not always the one doing the message or invitation. A lot right, of times he's right, not. Right, exactly. So, but the impact seems to be about the same. So we're there with Faith Country. I think it was the night you were there uh, with your quartet. And uh, Chuck Wagon Gang, maybe, I don't remember. What, what was there? Maybe 500 people that night? 600? So out of five or 600 people, 50 people wow. got saved. Wow. And, and so, like, you you can't really wrap your like ten percent right like ten percent. The only thing we can figure out, other than just God's blessings, is that so many people are there, and they walk around that park all day long, learning and getting ready right for the opportunity. Ooh. It's the only thing we can figure out. Because when we do other events, it's not like nobody gets saved. People get saved, and it's amazing to me every time. Sure. 20, 30, 50, 60. But we've had nights where there's over 100 people get saved. Or like that night, 50 people or 10%. Like, those are... That's crazy. And Go God. Yeah, so I get to be a part of some really cool stuff like that. Absolutely. That is so much bigger than having a business or a TV network or a magazine. But it it requires a balance. Oh yeah! It requires both sides, and um, you have brought a level of uh, uh, excellence to our industry. And um, again, it's through your your level and ability to work in that creative realm, and. Um, stuff apart at the house and refurbishing it into this that you get home from work and find maybe that was you no nope. but i think what it was was there was a point in your life where you stepped out of the box and said you know what let's try this let's reach a little further let's so man your story again it encourages me so i hope as we've listened and as people are listening to the podcast that man they just challenged to to find new ways um I think think this is important. We can change the method without changing the message. The message... Absolutely. This message is one message. But if we can find new ways to deliver it, like centering it around a boat and a park where we can get 10% in one night to <laughs> right. surrender their life to the Lord. Right. Whew, you know? Last thing, though, for me um, is that, you know, everybody listening to this or everybody in this room or at the school, everybody has a purpose. Right. And I don't think anybody's probably listening to this, or at least at this point listening to this, right. if they don't uh, have some kind of purpose or uh, invested interest in, in trying to be better. But don't worry about not being where you want to be. Mm. Everybody wants to be somewhere they're not. Right. 
so be where you are invest in yourself and invest in relationships with other people um and whatever that is that you're doing writing singing playing whatever god will bless that and the more you invest in other people the more it'll help you that's awesome grow where you're planted people that's awesome yeah so good stuff you know um people ask me some of the silliest things you know like oh i can't believe so and so thinks that they can sing i'm like well so and so is singing at churches every weekend right so and so seems to have a ministry same thing with a preacher right like oh i don't like the way he preaches (laughs) well maybe he wasn't supposed to be your preacher right you know he's got his own flock to take care of and so you just you know you're right right you're not a preacher you're a songwriter (laughs) both i know I i was just teasing you about the songwriter um how could you be both? I mean, they have no connection at all, right? <laughs> I mean, like bringing a yeah. message to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Well, um, man, Scott, buddy, thank you so much for um, taking time today. Yeah. In a future broadcast of our uh, CNS Best Day Yet weekly podcast. And uh, I love you. I appreciate you. Love and, you. Man, just keep doing what you do. I will. But you got to give me 10 seconds to say this. Yes. These people are so lucky to have you and this incredible staff thank you thank you thank you you work you work so hard and i think most of these people can figure it out but you work so hard and so many of the staff members work so hard for so little and it's making a difference and i just want to say thank you i appreciate it Thanks for listening to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name The Charles Novell School of Music. And for more information on CNS and our upcoming events, like our online school, our weekend regional sessions, our creative coaching, and our pastor's retreat, you can visit us at our website at www. .cnsmusic.com As you've listened to this episode, we hope that you've gained some information that you can apply to your music and to your ministry to make today the best day yet. 